Hey, yo, I'm just saying, and, and I know that people get exhausted by this um, at times, <laughs> at all times, like, especially if you come from a background like I do, um, from this, like, sort of borderline secure, insecure um, financial background, like, never have enough. When we do have enough, there's a scarcity mentality. Um, I, I came from that background. My husband very much came from that background. And so breaking free from that mentality is tough. And um, building a business with that mentality is even tougher slash impossible, right? We got to kind of get rid of that if we're going to be successful. And so I will always, because I grew up in an environment where get rich quick schemes were like the goal, like get rich as, as quick as you can. But the problem when we're still carrying that heavy mindset around scarcity is that typically when we get rich quick, we also spend quick, right? Like, because we're so nervous that we'll never have this again. And so if we want to build something that's sustainable, it does take time. Empires are not built in a day. And I'm constantly kind of stressing that. Like, this is the long game. This is not about building something that's quick and, and a flash in the pan. Like, this is about building something that's sustaining, a legacy. This is not, this is not like... Yeah, we're this big thing and we want to be trending. We don't want to be trending. We want to be long lasting. We want this to be a movement. We don't want this to be something that's quick, easy, and over. We want this to be a movement that sustains, that moves across the state and then quite possibly across the country. This is not short term. This is long term. And that means we're playing a long game. And that scarcity mentality of, you know, go while the getting's hot. Yes, true. But continue moving forward and, and following your intuition. And in order to follow your intuition, you have to be moving slow enough to, to walk through the right doors. Let's go. Hey, you're on this journey on this season five vibe and everything season five as I'm forecasting what it will look like is all about settling into the being, the knowing, transitioning from believing to knowing and fine tune correcting what that looks like and just living. And we started out this show you know, really thinking that this was going to happen overnight. And one of my greatest accomplishments of all of this will be just continuing on and showing an example, a real life example of what it looks like to turn your life around. And so if you're just happening upon this show in season five, you should know there are four other seasons that have followed me on this journey this journey of turning my life around, this journey of finally getting to this place where I wasn't angry and spiteful and hateful and ego-driven. It really follows all of that. So you can go back to the start. What I will caution you is that it is 
unedited and pure and raw. And I was still very much in that ego hate phase of my life. And it's all lived out loud. And this whole journey has been lived out loud in truth. So you will hear me venturing into businesses that if you follow the link that I am promising you will be there, you will end up lost. You are not going to get there. Just know that. Um, but it's, it's all about that journey. It was real. It was real right then. That business I was developing, that program, that course, that whatever, it was real and this is all real. This is me living my life out loud so we can all do our dreams. Heyo, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. I'm your host, I'm Hannah Nuss, and I've been doing dreams for a while. And a while takes some time because, I don't know, we're not getting rich overnight over here. Like, and that's not what we want, right? We want this sustainable, life-fulfilling thing that's going to create energy on itself not dependent on outside factors, like dependent on the people you're surrounded by and the community that you create. And mm, that's powerful and that's different. You know, it's not just like, oh, hey, trendy, right? And I like trends are hard to continue following um it's exhausting and it's only going to get more exhausting right because of the trend timeline now you know i mean you've seen it in probably cups every year just cups just literally drinking devices okay we went from yeti yeti is everything Yeti is goals. Yeti, Yeti, Yeti. Is that your Yeti? Do you have that in your Yeti? How long does your Yeti keep ice cold? I know mine too. Yeah, like literally, duh. That's what, that's, that's a whole selling point. So yeah, it's going to keep the ice cold. And then it was like, oh yeah, I mean, Yeti's awesome. But have you seen these off-brand ones that people are doing like, Glitter and designs on. Oh, ooh, right. Yes, we can get our name in glitter on a Yeti. Yes, Queen Yeti, but not Yeti. Off-brand Yeti, cheaper Yeti. Come on, it's better. And then the next year. It was like, I think it kind of went like Yeti, Hydro Flask, Hydro Flask. Once we got out of Yeti, it was like the era, the era of Hydro Flask slash custom Yetis, but not Yetis. So these were like the next phase of things. Then after that, 
we went to Stanley's and now we're in the Stanley era and I don't know where we're going to go next from here with cups, but I'm just kind of like, how many cups y'all got right now? Like, do we keep going with this? Now I'm just kind of steady on the hydro flask. I think, you know, it provides adequate steel drink things. I don't know. I have a custom tumbler, but only because it says I love Denver and it was yellow and it was kind of epic. And so I have that. That's for like different drinks. So I have my water bottle and then my maybe coffee mug is what I would call that. Cause I don't like, I don't like drink residue. No, thank you. If I have something like if, if there's any hint, even a hint of old coffee in my drinking water. I can't handle that. No, thank you. There should be no hint. This is forever water. This is only for water. Water should taste like nothing. Not day old coffee remnants. No, never. No. So anyways, trends are hard to keep up with. Now we're in the Stanley phase of drinkware because Stanley paid influencers to advertise this cup that they were literally shutting down. Influencers did what they do and they figured out why this is better than Yeti. And you want to know the main selling point that influencers took? And you probably hear it when people are saying, well, this is better than my Yeti because people give these people crap. They're like, really? how is this any different from the 12 cups I bought you two Christmases ago? And they say this, this one actually fits in my cup holders. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so smart. Yeah. I should get one. Right. Like, and so Trends are hard to follow. It will continue being even more difficult to keep up with trends because of how quickly products can replicate. So the trend market life cycle goes faster than it ever has before because it used to be if you got early on a trend or you set a trend and you made something that was completely different, right? So a Yeti. Yeti probably had one to two years before anyone could figure out how they're doing what they're doing and replicating it and kind of taking it to the masses and having, you know, the off brands, the Walmart brand, the the Amazon basic brand, the target version of this thing. Well, now, next day, if you're lucky, six months, if you're super lucky, six months. You probably don't even have that because manufacturers and trends, they pick up on it so quickly. And so now, and I think this is really where it meets that point, right? Oh, I love a Yeti, my Yeti cup. It's everything. I'm living my life, my Yeti cup. And then kind of this is the higher market product. Everybody wants the designer product of that. But once 
everybody sort of has the off brand of it, we kind of get tired of the fancy brand of it. And so we all get over Yeti because it's not interesting. It's not exciting anymore. Everybody has it. And that's why we're going to keep jumping to the next trend because once everybody has it and everybody can get it now, we're not interested. And now that that can happen faster, now that those base level companies that are going to come in at the lowest point possible to match that trend. Now that those happen kind of overnight, trends move that much faster. And so it's hard to keep up with trends. And so if we build a business that's just sort of trending, right, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to work we're going to work. It's going to be madness. And we're going to constantly be running after the next thing. And the next thing is only going to happen faster. And what do you do when you're not trending anymore? What do you do? What happens? Where do you go next? Or are you just a trend business and you keep following that and you get to decide that? And I don't know why. Um, we got on this topic. Oh, I think it was something I said to my husband as he was leaving this morning, which was like, we're not building something that's trending. Like we're building back something that's sustainable. And that takes time. Like we are building back entire economic infrastructures for rural communities. We don't want this to happen overnight, right? We don't want this to happen overnight. We don't want this to happen overnight. We want to build something that lasts. We don't want to build something that's like, oh, I got Yeti. Oh, 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 no. Now I want a custom Yeti. Oh, now that everyone has a custom Yeti, I don't really care about Yetis at all anymore. And I want a hydro flask. I want the biggest hydro flask. I want the teeny tiny hydro flask. Oh, what? I don't even want a hydro flask anymore. Now I want a Stanley cup. It doesn't even make any sense. Oh, now I'm gonna want, I don't know, Whoever's coming up in the cup game, you got it. Figure out what's next because I guarantee something's coming. We have on the beginning of the Stanley trend, we started around Christmas of last year. That was sort of early adopters getting on Stanley. So this Christmas, they'll become mainstream. You will see them everywhere. Everyone will start having a Stanley. They already probably do. And then Stanley will fade out by about summertime because they will become mainstream and we will have to find a new cup to be obsessed with for a whole new reason. I don't know. Does it make the ice last for the rest of your life? Because there you go. That's got to be a selling point, right? Something. And it's, it's just, it's kind of exhausting and hard to keep up with, right? Because we can't beat the algorithms and the mass producers across the globe. <laughs> They're quicker 
they know what's trending and they produce as a result of what is trending and what's starting to trend. So they'll find what cup is next. Worry not. If they haven't already found it. But it's crazy. The cupware in people's houses has got to be going bananas. Gotta be. So yeah, um, I don't, that's not my great thing at all, but it's just this whole principle of building something that lasts. And, you know, they say all the time that old adage, like Rome wasn't built in a day, right? Empires are not built in a day. And I didn't say the word rich or get rich quick or even millions of dollars. I said the word empire, right? So I had no expectation that this thing happens in a day. I had no expectation that anything that I wanted to accomplish would even happen within the year. I had zero expectation for me to even attract anyone to my brand because quite frankly, I was not going off of a perfect track record of people being interested in the work that I was doing. You know, so, so people now, now that there are some awards and there's some accolades and some conversation about the work that I'm doing are like, oh my gosh, you did it. You like really jump, you did it. And I'm like, I just want everyone to know, and I'll continue to, to force this narrative that like, you're seeing a small window and sure it's easy to clap for me now because other people are but i want you all to know and that's exactly why this podcast exists and that's exactly why i write the books that i do that like there were years of no clapping there were a bunch of businesses launched that did not work that no one paid attention to, that I constantly kept sticking my neck out for, that I went and developed entire business practices around pages and websites and all the things that never got any traction at all. And I took a big risk banking on brick and mortar and saying that this is going to be the thing that solves this problem. But I had no idea if it would work. I had no track record whatsoever of success in this realm. I had no certainty at all. I wasn't building off of like a long resume of success. 20 people. Well, nah, I guess I did sell 40 copies of my book, right? So like, oh, Hannah, you, oh, you must be a bestseller. Nope. That's not bestseller numbers, right? My podcast, mm, I don't know, 10 to 12 listeners a day, maybe. But like, I think when you're doing your art, when you're in your fullest expression of self, none of that matters. But people just just love to latch on to <laughs> what they think success is and 
what I want to make sure everyone is extremely aware of is the fact that it doesn't happen like that. And nothing that happens like that that I have ever seen sticks. It falls apart somewhere. You can't escape the work. And so many people want to. And everybody just wants to stand there and go, well, I I don't know. I worked for 20 minutes. Where's my $2 billion? I'm confused. Listen, y'all. It doesn't work like that. It takes so much intention. It takes so much time. You know, I built all those businesses that completely burned and failed and and did absolutely nothing. And like I have the websites and email addresses and and probably a lot of missed work and and leads because of that. And I I didn't go half-hearted into it. Like I I pitched, I I did things. I believed in the things I was doing. It wasn't like, oh, this is so great. Uh, someday I hope that I can do this thing. No, I did the thing. I did it full. And I failed full too. And I just... <laughs> I don't want to undersell ever how much work this is. And everybody, 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 everybody just wants the answer. And the answer isn't in anyone else. This is what I have learned over everything. The answer's in you. If you keep following what's trending or what your customers are telling you or whatever, you're in trouble. It's got to be something you love. It's got to be something you're passionate about. It's got to be something you have a vision for. Whether it's a business or your life or your relationships, what do you want it to look like? And you do have control over that. Because who do you think's creating this reality? And that answer is complicated when you add in the fact that other people's opinions are probably creating most of it for you if you are not in control. And I spent my life being controlled by other people's opinions. And not that they were like, Hannah, you should do this. I was like, okay, I think I'm going to because I actually feel like even in my adolescent stage of adulthood, I was still felt like I was very much directing my life. Now, upon further review, there was a flag on the play and I wasn't, but (laughs) I was making decisions based on what they were saying. And I was applying their concepts and their mindsets to my own life. This is what I should expect because Carol 
expects this because my dad thinks this. I'm going to just adopt that blindly and believe it to be true. And this is what I deserve because this is what I'm being told I should deserve here in this life. Like you, you deserve more. You just deserve more. Okay. That's That's it. And I can't I can't stress that enough. Your life is in your control. And it takes a lot of work to be intentional, intentional about where you take your life. And you know why it takes a lot of work? Because it means you actually have to decide. And if you have to decide what you're doing with your life, you probably have to change some things. Do you know what's super painful? Change. Especially self-change. Especially deep internal change. Like as I'm saying these words, it's sort of hurting as it's coming up. Because it's like, ooh, people aren't going to want to do that. Really? I would say the number one thing that has helped me more than anything in my business so far has been following my gut, but actually being in a close enough relationship with it to actually know what it's saying and trust what it's saying. Because before my gut knew, but it would just be like, oh, I have a weird feeling about this. But I'm still gonna go after it because I don't know, you know, everyone's telling me I should and it's a great opportunity, but I know that it isn't, but I'm still gonna just go forward with it because, you know, I don't know if I'll ever get this chance again. And what I know now is doors open freely and easily in the direction that you're supposed to be going. And when we kind of push our gut, our, our gut feelings, when we push those away, usually we're, we're pushing them away to push open doors and, and doors open freely. There is no force required for the things that are meant for us, period. I've never seen an instance where it has. Like, and I always use that as a test. Like, that's the test. I will know if it's meant for me when the door opens freely. 
and easily. And I say that to my board all the time that I'm responsible for. Like, if we're meant to be doing this work, it will flow. It will all make sense. It will all come together. We will figure it out. The money will be there. We will never have to worry. And like, well, that's a crazy way to go into that, into something. Like you're gonna, and I had people <laughs> like sitting at my desk laughing at me and going, well, you're gonna need money and you better think about how you're gonna make this a business because this hippie, dippy BS that you're talking about doesn't exist. And it does. When you're intentional about what you're going to do, it does. People can't help but relate to and get excited about a vision that is clearly communicated. Because they can decide at that point. Yes, that is something that I want and that is something that I get excited about. I am here for that. Yes, please. Let's do it. Or no, that's not something that I could get excited about. That's not something that I'm into. I don't want those things. Okay, good. At least you know one way or the other. And the people who are excited about the things that you are excited about will respond and do. Period. But it's usually just a matter of miscommunication. And as someone who has messed around with personal brand. Obviously this podcast is a part of that and, and my books and it's not something that I've hit super hard just because I haven't had the full understanding of what I'm supposed to do with that work. Now I gave my first keynote a couple weeks ago and it was like, yeah, this is a message that I'm supposed to be sharing. and This makes perfect sense. And Y'all, I can't imagine when all those things start clicking. Um, but my gut tells me when to go. And getting in touch with your gut, how do we do that? How do we like tap into that intuition? I think you tap into silence. Can you sit still? and think and not think about the next thing. Think about the thing that's right in front of you. Can you sit still? Can you do that? And if you can do that, we can start kind of making our way to where we go from here. But that really is the start. And then slowing down. And, and listening. And this is why, right? Get rich quick doesn't work great because we aren't slowing down. We are, we don't like to slow down. That's a scary thought. 
right? Because then we hear ourselves. And if we hear ourselves, we hear that things aren't great. I ran from that for a very long time. But I was moving at such a fast pace to, to avoid my intuition. Like, I can just outrun it. I can outrun it. I can outrun it. I just got to keep moving. We need to go to Target. I need to be drinking coffee and completely drowning out all of my sorrows by buying things that I do not need. That's what I need to do. That'll make me feel better. Um, maybe I'll turn it into a business so that uh, it doesn't seem like a shopping addiction. If it makes money, then it's not a problem, right? But like, can I sit? Can I sit with myself? E every day, I have to sit with myself in silence at my business. And that was something that I could not have done when I started this. And that's something that still leads all of the businesses that I have now, like the ability to sort of sit it out. There is no rush. Like I said, at the start, there is no rush. What am I rushing for? I have this thing here and whatever is meant to develop from that will does doors open. I've been asking financial questions like how do we continue to expand this because this is working and I've had more chance encounters with like deep bonded people in my life who are important in local financial institutions than I ever have in this life. Like y'all, <laughs> some of the stuff that's been happening as I've asked those questions is just bananas and pajamas. I couldn't have written it this way if I wanted to. It's crazy. And I don't know. You know, I, I know that doors open when they're meant to. And in order to trust the doors, you have to be moving slow and still enough to know which one is actually opening and which one is being forced. And there is a drastic difference. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. You're so amazing. Hey, I've enjoyed spending time with you and I cannot thank you enough for making what I do possible. If you want to continue to support the show and therefore continue the development of everything that we're doing here with the death of a dream and the development of local and all of the platforms that allow dreamers to do, you can go ahead and connect with us on socials at local shop space and connect with me on socials at Hannah 
Ness. And I would love to see you there. Go ahead and check out all of our websites and everything that we do here. I would love you to do all of that, to like, share, and and comment on everything that we're doing. But bottom line, I, I just want you to do your dreams. And as long as you're going after the things that set your heart on fire, that's all that really matters. Change the world.